Okay, do we want to? All right. So do you do you want? Oh, you want to pray? Oh, okay. Do you want to talk? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, I just want to thank you for this Lord. time that we're having, Lord. Lord. <laughs> All right, and the one, and the two, and the three. To be continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Welcome back. <laughs> this is to be continued a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. If you can hear in the background, Ed and John are both having a lot of fun a right now. Fun. Oh my lord, lord, lord! I, st- I started. I started, and for whatever reason, as I says, are we ready to begin? And Ed was like, "What? You want to begin with a prayer?" <laughs> Now, Lord, <laughs> tomorrow we, we go into battle. We, let us, we pray, Lord, we pray, for Avengers Endgame <laughs> that Thanos may be overturned, may be your, by your word, yes, Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then John started us off by talking about how he had feng shui'd the studio. Yeah. Uh, we are in a, uh, a different wing of the studio. A different, a different wing, different wing of the it. studio, <laughs> and uh, it's looking very modern. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. feng shui is, I you know, like like but, normally there's a drum kit and some other musical stuff back here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we came in today, and uh, but you are correct. This Asian guy ain't falling for that BS. <laughs> That's what I said. John was all like, I really like the feng shui. And Ed was just like, what are you talking what about? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, even the Chinese guy knows that it's all bunk. <laughs> full of it. Full uh, of but it. yes, uh, uh, I am Miguel Alejandro Velez, one of your hosts. I'm Edward in here, along with... Oh, sorry. John, I'm so used to saying, That's me. <laughs> Uh, you know, call throwback to you know what. I won't even mention its name, but uh, but anyway, I, I say like my name. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Vergara, and uh, yes, we we are now what I like to call the lounge vocal booth. The lounge vocal booth. I like <laughs> that. Lounge. The room we used to be in is now just the instruments, the drums, the amps, uh, the pianos there. This is this is just a so when when did when did the, 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 the divorced friend who's staying over there? <laughs> don't, don't, okay. Here's my here's my question. Here's my question: Is uh, when did the performances start in the lounge? Because I've already got my coffee and I've got a biscotti, and uh, which by the way you charge an exorbitant amount for. I'm I'm gonna have a hookah right here for you. Yes, right a yes. Hookah. I like I like. Uh-huh. Do we? Do, will there be a poetry slam later on? Yeah, yeah. I get good, exactly. good, good, good. Exactly. Latte from Matt <laughs> Velez. Uh, Matt Velez? No, it's Miguel Velez, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> All right. So uh, today's show is going to be our spoiler review discussion for the recently released Shazam, Shazam. From, from Warner Brothers DC. Uh, which we just, out of luck, all got to see at the same time. Uh, although, um, uh, we had an we had an incident in which when we went to see it, because John <laughs> managed to see it uh, without us, and we just found out today that he, he went to see it. 
You and I went to see it opening day. Oh, so you guys conspired against No, me. it was not conspired at all. Not conspired. John, you're our producer. We would never conspire against yeah. you. Otherwise, we'd get thrown out of the vocal lounge. So, the, so a while we, this was already on the calendar, you know, and I've been pressuring these guys like, okay, everyone, everyone's- We gotta every, stick to it. We everyone gotta, we're yeah. stick to it, you know. Uh, and then uh, I, I hear- apart. This is This would fall on the weekend of my wife's birthday, and it'd Ooh. be a big weekend um, um, bash for her. Not knowingly, her cousin from Toronto says, or I'm going to fly in, okay? And um, I, I, you know, I was obligated to to, to, Newark, to pick her up right? at Newark, right? Yeah. And that was on the day on the, on, on, on the release. <laughs> so I go to Newark and I'm telling these guys, hey, listen, um, you know, go I, see it. Go, go see, see it. it without me. Yeah. If I get to go to see right. it, I may. I don't know if the traffic is going to be going to get back to Brooklyn. Her flight was way early. Uh, we were able to get back to Brooklyn in time. I got the tickets, went to see it, and uh, by the way, you know, being this is at Alpine, our local neighborhood, Bay Ridge Brooklyn Theater. Yeah, and. Uh, and Alpine then, needs to be our sponsor, by the way. We've shout them out way too many. But we've times. also shit on them a lot too. <laughs> yes, and I, like... I've, I've done I've done that on Facebook. <laughs> by the way, but. So we're walking out, and Jen's like, and because she, you know, she's got better eyes than I do, and and she's like, "Is that Miguel?" And because you hear when you, if you can hear Miguel, you can hear Miguel. There you go. And he's talking to someone. <laughs> I was like, already making friends with a guy. Yeah, you know, on the way out because I didn't have say, you as my wingman. I, I thought he was a friend of yours. <laughs> it's thematically and I'm like. God damn it. He's got a new best friend. What's going on here? I, he, I ditched him for one movie and he's making another podcast. <laughs> and I take my umbrella and I knock his hat off. Oh. And then it's like, you were here the whole entire time? No. I said that to you. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, By the way, no, you didn't knock my hat off. I grabbed my hat and I threw it at you twice. I threw it at you, <laughs> you threw it back at me, and then I threw it at you again because I was all yeah, angry. Yeah, there was a lot of odd jobbing here. Yeah, there was a lot of odd jobbing going on because you had said, oh, guys, you know, make it, try and make it to the, mm. to the theater. I said, well, where are you going? Where do you, if you go, where are you planning to go? Mm. So I'll probably go to Alpine at 11 p.m., 11 a.m. So I went. When I went inside, I'm pretty sure I looked you right in the <laughs> eye. But because I got no response. And because you're nearsighted. Or whatever the or whatever case is, is. I said, I said, no, no, I, I saw you I saw you clearly. And I said, that looks like Jen and that looks like Ed. And I looked at them directly, hoping to get like some kind of like because uh. it's a theater. You don't want to go, hey. You know, it was just going, I was going like, is that Did the them? movie already start by when you know when you were trying to look into my eyes? Um no, the trailers hadn't begun yet. Okay. So I, I'm is walking this in there. See romance. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I look, but I, I'm, I'm like, okay, is this guy Ed? Is he going to give me a response? That's when he decided to make. Best and then I said, with that no, guy. screw Ed, forget it. I'm getting a new partner. Uh, so I sat in. So I sat uh, far away from the baby who was uh, talking. Yeah, during yeah. The there were two, two young children. Someone brought like a four or five One year old. One cried after another, and I'm like, uh, really? Yeah. Let's don't, don't bring kids under the age of six years old to a movie theater. They have zero self-control. And guess what? When we get mad in the theater, we're not getting mad at the kids. So if you're a parent, don't get all offended. We're not yelling at the kids. We're yelling at you. Take Amen, brother. Because Amen. you Preach. do not Preach. have the yeah. Lordy, please do self-awareness to understand that your child your has no self-control, but you have the control whether or not to bring them to a movie theater. 
All right, so slight, Thank slight, you. slight overturn here. Because I feel like that public service announcement needed to be made years ago. Yeah, thank you. Because, John, uh, I was taken, I went to see... Um, opinions of Miguel Velez. Skyfall, <laughs> right? Skyfall in the theater. Now, these new... That's like rated R. Yeah, these new James Bond movies are not uh, four They're not quadrants. For They're not for kids, all They're right? targeted adult. You know? Right across in the aisle for me was a woman who had brought her child. And she's breastfeeding. All right? Now, say. this kid was, again, this kid was between uh, under six, so between like three, four years old. And as soon as the lights went down and the trailers start out, he starts doing his commentary. And everyone in the audience is laughing. Oh, isn't it so cute what he's saying for all the trailers? And I was in there going... Oh, this is going to get old fast because I got news for you. It's cute now when it's the trailers because it is cute when he's doing the trailers. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's funny. Look at the man, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's the trailers. No one gives a crap. Jeez. When the movie starts up, this is going to be bad. Twitter's, Twitter's like no, off, the, off the hook. Again, it's not. I am not angry at the children. child. <laughs> I am angry at the parent. So again, the movie proper starts off, and for the first 40 minutes of this film, this kid will not shut up. Who is that? England. I swear to God, he's, a, he's when, there's a moment in Skyfall where there are a bunch of caskets with the English flag over them. This kid made the connection, and in this serious scene where Bond is brooding over these dead MI6 agents with M, he goes... England and about 40 minutes in I get up this just in on BBC <laughs> Julian Assange aside from being arrested this morning Miguel, Miguel Velez, Velez has is taken, running for 2020 Miguel he's Velez pro is life no Miguel Velez has taken, is, has, has taken refuge in the Ecuadorian embassy <laughs> here in here in London to, but it was this thing where I, I, I said you know what miss I did not pay money to hear your child I paid money to see this film. I don't know I, why you, know, you I, I don't know what you write. And she was like, oh, how dare you? It was like, you know, everyone else in this audience listen, knows I, and has been listening he, for 40 minutes <laughs> to your child. I got up. I went to the box office. I told him the situation. I narked. I completely narked. I said, look, because you know what? This is the thing, Ed. Everyone in there did pay a certain, and you know how much yeah. how much money it is to go to the movies. Even though it was seven dollar matinee, but you know what? Well, I, I think this was. I actually was in. Um, I, I went to the uh, uh, in Union Square. The uh, not the uh, the Royal, not Royal. What are they called? Regals. And everyone else there had the same thing. They did, and it's like this is not an appropriate. This isn't even a film you should be bringing your child to. All right, no one, and no one is here for 40 minutes. It's one thing, look, I can't control everything. If the kid for 15 minutes can't, needs to settle down, okay, <coughs> I had to listen to it for 15 minutes, but not 40. Not for almost the, you know, well, the look, first look, half look, of the runtime of this you film. Know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, and I know I you're your father. No, 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 no. listen, so. listen. I, I, I sympathize with you because I remember going to Phantom Menace on opening day oh and I God. saw it twice, right? And sitting next to me was a mother and his young kid. And the kid just kept asking one question after another. She's easily like, the kid's probably like four years old, right? Yeah. You know. And I, and I, like, on one hand, I want to feel sympathetic because the kid's just—he's a kid. Like, right. I can only imagine he like, has you know, no self-control. Well, he not has just no that. It's just governor that he's, on himself. He's just, like, the theater is a discovery, a, a setting for discovery for these things, right? But at the same time, 
oh geez he's sitting right next to me you right know? you like, have this so i mean i i don't i mean i i sympathize because you want to take your kid and, like, and a lot of parents are doing these nowadays right and i tried taking my kid my kid can't sit through an hour of anything let alone a half an hour of anything these are these are kids nowadays are on youtube and um but you know, you want to, if you want to As sort a perfect of, example, <laughs> is we've seen through these movies all these, all these times, the majority of the times that you have, we've gone, you don't take Clark with you, you know? We, yeah, well, and, we're, and we're, and we're enough to know this is not for him. You're we'll, like, okay. We're going to catch a, a, a movie yeah, yeah. when he's in school, that sort of thing, you know? Um, and, I, and I'm also sympathetic right. because I know not everyone has the wherewithal mm-hmm. to like, you know, have a babysitter mm-hmm. or, yeah. or whatever. But at the same time, Skyfall well, and... Sky, who is taking your kid to see Skyfall? <laughs> I mean, I can even understand. Yo, honey, we need to do this because I need to, I need my Skyfall. Yeah, yeah. By the way, we she was with because... a dude who obviously wasn't the baby daddy, <laughs> who got lower and lower in his seat as I went on my spiel in front of her because wait, 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 that oh, guy, this is Skyfall, that okay. guy knew I was right. <laughs> he knew that I was one hundred percent correct. He like, couldn't. He was like, "Yo, why are you screwing this up?" Yeah, I'm like, just trying to get in her pants. I'm just, I'm just trying to get some here. That's all I'm trying to get, man. You know, you, 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 you screw my chances. I'm trying to get some skyfall. <laughs> Can I get some I'm... strange skyfall, man? <laughs> you know what I mean. All right. So what you're saying is, uh, you're you're pro life, is what you're saying, and you're running for president. No, you mean pro choice? Uh, yeah, I'm for I'm for stopping these situations so, before, before they, they before nip them in the bud. Well, we just put it that way. Time traveling endgame this point no we won't well okay well uh, nothing i'm just saying that was <laughs> you said that was before, a transition yeah. that was as that was as smooth as a no, gravel like, road well i'm saying you're, you're stopping things before they happen you know chicken. oh uh, uh, it's like the chicken and the egg <laughs> anywho huh um we're warmed up here so we're ready to talk about a family movie which <laughs> called shazam <laughs> About a little boy. About a little boy. <laughs> who gets shut up in the theater. <laughs> but we'll get back to that after some words from friends. Hello out there, everyone. My name is Miguel Alejandro Velez. And Edward Ng here. And we are the host of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. As anyone knows, we are based out of the Park Slope Brooklyn-based Pancake Studios, providing to us by one Jonathan Vergara. And what can they expect to get out of Pancake Studios? And here at Pancake Studios, covering your audio recording, production, mixing, and mastering needs. And Jonathan is a complete wizard when it comes to these things. Uh, we Coming this month, it would be our third year anniversary. And uh, he's made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Look no further. Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. I love our logo. No, really. I love our logo. The To Be Continued Fanboy Podcast logo was provided to us by friend of the show, Matt Sulkowski, who also runs MSD Studios. And what does Matt do at MSD Studios? He provides positive reinforcement for your brand. Located in Philadelphia, Matt has worked with clients of all sizes and has helped them to focus on designs for campaigns, rebrands, and new brands. Get in touch for your next project, MSD Studios. That's msdstudios.com. 
All right, those are some words from friends. Good friends, right, Ed? If you say so. <laughs> it's all about the money to it's Ed. About the money. He lost, he lost his passion a long time ago. It's all about the bottom line. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bills. In uh, the words of, uh, not, not of a great philosopher, we'll call him Cardi B. <laughs> I like dollar bills. Dollar bills. You know, you can cash me outside. <laughs> uh, you were going to say, Jonathan? Not, not to get too behind the scenes here and take us away from what we're talking about, um, but how cool would it be if I had like a wireless mouse and keyboard right here? And like that would be everything. very cool. That, that would be, be very cool. Be cool right? So yeah. uh, John so is gonna... John is making a, a pitch for funds. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> John right. is saying it would be really cool. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. For all of you listening, my Venmo <laughs> is Pancake Studios. Pancake's Patreon Venmo? is. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, we should make a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Do we want to? Do we want to deal with the tax issues? I don't know. I'll work no, on no, that. No, no. You'll work on that. As long as we make under 10 grand, I think. <laughs> wow, you put some thought into this. Okay. All right. So today's show is going to be our Shazam spoiler review discussion. So anyone who has not seen the film and does not want to be spoiled, shut it off now and come back to us later. Uh, the film opened April 5th. We saw it, uh, me and Ed saw it on the opening day. John saw it a few days later. Yeah, I saw it. Two nights ago? Okay. Now, uh, as always, I'm going to go do the regular round robin, as always, get Jonathan the Innocent. Which was John if the, you, the Innocent. If, if, yeah, if you, were, if you were a Catholic <laughs> saint, that would be your name. Jonathan the Innocent. Well, he, the innocent. he'd have to be slaughtered first. Exactly. Would then, be so, like, you would have a horrible backstory. It know. would be something really, really... <laughs> yeah, really, really name like that. Jonathan knows. the Innocent. You know, it's like, what happened? You don't want to know. Well, look, look, he's... Uh, <laughs> Jonathan the Innocent. What happened to him? It was brutal. <laughs> clearly, he's the... He the was innocent. Clearly, he's the per Percival of our, of our group here. <laughs> yes, he is the Percival of our group. Um, because John doesn't have the same background with him, then I'll, I'll talk uh, to Ed, and then we'll get to my opinion on it. So now coming into this, you don't really know this version of this superhero yeah, all that much. I mean, all that much. did you ever see any cartoons with him or anything? Because he no. was on some, there were some cartoons that might have been when you were growing up, but probably no, not. Yeah, no, not, no, 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 right, I mean, not Justice League Unlimited. If, if anything, later. Yeah, the that stuff was that you and I, yeah, yeah, like the 80s, Shazam was everywhere, right? You know, they had, He had a he live action own, show. He had a cartoon right. show. A live oh, but action. But he kind of like fell out by the time you were growing up. He wouldn't have been around. There no. was a cartoon and a live action show all in one. <laughs> Mighty Isis, yes. <laughs> so... Uh, w having seen the trailers and everything else, what was your takeaway from the film? And then we'll get a little more specific, you know, likes, dislikes, whatever. So your, your general takeaway from the film was? So I'll give a general gestalt. Uh, I, I liked it overall. Um, it came across as more geared to children, mm -hmm. like a family oriented, uh, mm -hmm. uh, film and which I, <laughs> I enjoyed. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, the action was good. The CGI was good. Um, the storyline was cool. It 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 was closer to Harry Potter to me than it was to perfect. a perfect <coughs> a modern Marvel to, DC. Movie. At least Marvel, the first modern, the first yeah. two Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Right. And and then obviously you throw in the live action superhero mm. stuff, but like it kind of felt it was more like adventure um, mysticism mm -hmm. than it was like straight up. Like Rock'em, Sock'em. Rock yeah, yeah, yeah. So it read to me more as a fantasy. Now, anything anything stand out 
Anything that was good that you said, yes, that was really, really well done. And then after that, anything that you, a, a big negative that you found in the film, something you didn't buy or didn't like, you know. Yeah, I, unfortunately, I, I really can't go too deep philosophically on this film okay. because because I, I I came in and I realized I'm like oh this is like a a kids a, movie a kids movie overall I know I, you made a look when I said that at first so you're gonna bring out the, <laughs> the big under undertones right that, uh, that well oh uh, yeah I have, I have something to say yeah. yeah yeah so so judging it as just like this is a cool fun kid friendly family film I I have no quarrels with it. Really? Okay. Yeah, Nothing. Yeah. There wasn't anything that you were kind of like, ah, uh, that could have been better, because or that could have been. As when when I go. Sounds into like it, you're grading it on a curve. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm judging it how I would judge most family kid family how, films. How did if you were to compare, let's say, Aquaman? Um, well, well, Aquaman, there was more stakes. I felt mm -hmm. I felt more pressure. You know, while watching it, you felt. Um, you had more stress responses to watching. Did it feel like a uh, like if anything a Marvel movie to you? Did you feel? Did you have any of that? I was gonna say it kind of felt like a Marvel film, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. It didn't. Um, yes, there were like some comedy, and yes, it's lighthearted, mm -hmm. like a, like a lot of these Marvel films. But it was lighthearted in a different way. It felt more like an '80s children movie. Yes, right. right. Yes, uh, mm -hmm. it, it it felt more like Gremlins. Uh, but not even as scary as Gremlins, uh, to be honest. To Gremlins, if you're a kid, like if you're eight, nine, ten, eleven years old watching Gremlins, you can get scared. I don't think you can really get scared with this movie. I mean, the demons look vicious, and there were a couple of uh, fight scenes. What do you? Were, um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched Chuck or anything like that. Like, what do you make a Zach Levy? Of um, uh, the, the, the guy act, who played the, the guy who played the grown up the oh the, the guy who played the grown up uh, I thought he did a, a a good job although I understand that he's like at his prime when he's Shazam he's like he's the he's the kid's full potential mm -hmm. and uh, so I get that but there there was a personality disconnect I believe like he he wasn't true to the kid his personality as Shazam wasn't true to like the character of the kid i felt <clears throat> where, where did you see it i saw it at actually the nighthawk right okay. here so what was so. the what was the vibe there it was pretty empty <laughs> oh really <laughs> okay, like, okay 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 yeah yeah wait, it, wait, there weren't that many wait, people it there. was empty at what time it was like 9 30 show in the morning uh p.m whoa there was like okay. five right. people okay. in the theater that says something yeah that says something and we're t we're talking about like two three days after the release. Ah, okay. You know? Now, did you did this make you understand why this character's been around so long? Like, did you get the appeal? Yeah. Of it, like like okay, the wish fulfillment, and you know, oh yeah, you could be what kid wouldn't want to be able to grow up and beat the crap out of bad guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, like I said, I didn't really get too deep. I didn't think about it too deeply because I'm. I'm, you kind of put it in that my just like value, my my way of valuing the, this kind of movie is I'm I'm taking my uh, family movie rubric out right I'm judging it based off of that I'm not going to compare it to uh, Infinity War you know I'm okay. not going to compare it to do you watch movies like a second time or like I, I know I know you do but like is this the sort of thing that you'd be like you know uh, yeah you know I'd watch it again you know maybe again. I would maybe there's a couple of key things I'm missing that's not allowing me to go really deep in my no 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 but... I think it's perfectly yeah, I, yeah. everyone has their own like you know criteria and things yeah, and yeah. Say, you're saying I go there 
oh, um, I'm viewing it as this, it's a kid's movie. So therefore I'm not going to, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to judge it the way I would judge a dark Knight or something. Yeah, is what yeah, you're exactly, saying. I get that. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's perfectly understandable. That's perfectly understandable. Well, we will take a short break and we will then start with Edward's views after some words of, from friends. Ed, you know, uh, we were over your place the other day and, uh, you were having some work done down there in the basement, right? Yeah. So I've got a basement. I, I know it's really unbelievable here in Brooklyn, but I've got a basement, uh, and my wife has an office downstairs, but our, we had our bathroom basement done and, um, Anna Maria Stanimir Gromo, a friend of the podcast who lives out in France, she consulted and she says, Hey, let me design your your basement bathroom. And that's exactly what you did. She did everything um, via email, via FaceTime. The renderings was, uh, and everything, right? The renderings and everything, a completely beautiful. I took the renderings and uh, hired a contractor, and they are currently putting the, as we're speaking, putting the finishing touches on my basement. And it looks fantastic. It looks great. Servicing clients domestic and international. A master's here to help you through your different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to masterdesign.com. That is a master spelled A-M-A-S-T-A design. Master of karate and friendship. <laughs> anyway. For everyone. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. That was some words from friends, none of them who are masters of karate. But uh, <laughs> we'll now get into... Uh, our, our our resident family man on the show, resident Edward Ng, <laughs> and uh, his views on the Warner Brothers DC film Shazam. So, what was your general take on the movie? Uh, likes and then dislikes. The general take is I had a blast watching this, and it is so much fun. Um, and if I were to to base this, just you know, like. <sighs> We're going to get in deep divey into this, no matter what. But at the same time, I go, um, this particular movie makes me not want to get deep divey. You know, like one, one of the questions I had for you was, oh, what was the vibe? You know, uh, you saw it at the Nighthawk. And uh, and then like, you know, well, why did I ask? Because I was really curious about the, what the, yeah, how what the speculations were going to be going on. And, and meaning like, um, how did the audience it, receive it? How did the audience it? receive it? Uh, how is it going to do in the box office? But Man, going into this um, and then watching it, and I still feel it where I don't care, you know. And it's a very different. I kind of said the same thing when I, uh, after watching uh, Justice League, and I go, I don't care what people think about this. Like I just, I had so much fun watching this mm -hmm. because it was, yeah, you know, had it was family oriented, but at the same time, no, I mean, Shazam by far is um, is is not only is it a commentary on comic books uh well at least it, be it becomes that you know is, is, um at some point but it's also um it's one of the first unlike the fantastic four which is the uh your comic book's first family your comic book family uh that you get here's the other one you have billy his sister mary freddie they're a family and then you add in uncle marvel you know then you have a weird family right but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was one of the the the, the very interesting aspects here. It's 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 uh, it really grasps at your heartstrings um, because uh, you know the the whole thing with him being an orphan, 
Um, and then him trying to find his mom, those things. Those are very, uh, very serious themes mm -hmm. to grasp at. Now, whether this movie uh, get, uh, does it successfully or not, that's a whole different discussion. But initially, I had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, there are moments where I got really emotional, uh, sincerely emotional. There, are, and then um, if we were to generally, um, without deep diving, um, what were some of the some of the, the 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 cons and the weaknesses about it? Music, for one thing, you know, uh, I think it had a not so memorable. I don't even remember anything about the music. <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it, I don't remember any of the music right. either. You know, <clears throat> uh, and I think that's a huge, a huge minus. Um, the Jaiman Hansu, you know, and we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit more as well. Wait, you just say that as though there's a problem with Jaiman Hansu in general. We don't what mean, we don't it. mean Jaiman Hansu's a bad guy. He's at home right now going, I can't believe they're saying this about me. Gamora, come here. His, Did you see what look, Edwarding said about me? His look and his, um, I don't what want to say Ed, the performance. Ed, how did I put it to you? <laughs> I said that in the trailers, you did not really get a good look at what he looked like. And there and was a reason it. for that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it looked like something, it looked like a Harry Potter reject. <laughs> um, the, another, another con would be, uh, this, the, the seriousness and the lightheartedness, the balance aspect of that, the way they juggle, juggle yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into that some more as well. Uh, Henry Cavill not being there. That's or, a huge. Or was he? We don't or was know. He? We don't know. Or was, was he? Head, it was chopped off. Was chopped off? So that was a big letdown right there. What? Uh, or what, even what? Uh, what were standouts though for you? You know, you went right to your negatives. What were things that 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 you said? Yes, this the biggest so standout. Well. Or we've had this discussion, um, and it's already been a week. Is the relationship between Billy and Freddie? Yeah, that, that is that a stuff cornerstone of this movie. Gangbusters in this movie worked very, very well. Uh, Freddie Freeman, um, uh, you know, for a long, like he's, you know, comic books, he's sort of kind of a forgetful character, but an important character. Here, he is essential. He's he's not only, you know, he's us. He's he's looking at it through our eyes. Uh, he's... Uh, that the, kid, that kid who, uh, Jack, Jack Dylan Grazer, mm -hmm. who played Freddie Freeman, um, his chemistry with Levi, that is the core of the film. That really, really works. Or even the younger Billy, too. That works, too. I think he worked better with Levi than he did with Asher well, Angel. Here's, here's but, the interesting uh, thing. I, I, I don't think that was his fault. I, I think do, that I, do, uh, I, I will I do treat my I do, with Asher I Angel. I do treat the... Um, I think that's a writing thing. I do feel like, you know, the, the two Billys, they do act... You know, and again, it's it's a really marvelous performance by by Zach Levy. <clears throat> I think um, the continuity between the personalities. Yeah, I think that was that yeah, was it's consistent. Yeah. It's consistent. Oh, I had I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? Yeah, it, you don't think so at all. Because the kid, the kid was so withdrawn with reason, mm -hmm. and he's just a kid. And of course, you find superpowers. You're going to be excited, and you're going to need help. But Levi but, seemed a little more kitty, a little more. But, but it, goofier. The kid was way more mature than the, the you know what I mean? Like you, you're actually right. Like, you're absolutely right about that. There was just something that didn't really connect there. I, I really felt like, the like you think that he would have yeah. different characters. He was, he, they, they you, to be the same you think that if that Asher me. angel had been a grown up version, 
he would be a little more taciturn, maybe a little more dour. Just a little but I wonder dour. whether, yeah. but yeah. I wonder whether, whereas, you know, like, his, his Levi was playing it a lot broader. Super. Yeah. And just super. Hey, happy. yeah. Oh but my I, God. But I wonder whether, whether that's intentional too, because yeah. if you're a kid, like, you know, and yeah. not just any kid, but you are an orphan and you're looking for your mother and, and, and life has been really tough for you. You could and have then, still boom, done, you know, I, it, it could have still yeah. been, it does feel like there's a disconnect. Because though. here's the thing. You compare this to like the 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 observations of the movie. Spoiler, you know, there's a scene. There's a big uh, a Tom Hanks big scene with the yeah, piano. Yeah. Okay, piano That's at hysterical. the toy store. That's mm-hmm. intentional, right? Um, the kid who plays uh, um, uh, the, the younger kid in Big, and then you have Tom Hanks who's also getting really uber goofy here. You know, uh, those things I think are very intentional. Um, but uh, but yeah, but about that, like, uh, what are some of th- some of the things that I like about this is is there's a bit of self-awareness. I'm not the first one to say this. Um, the self-awareness, the the 80s feel of it, it had yeah. big, it had goonies in, and that, in this. And that's why I differentiated the uh, Marvel thing. When you asked me, did this feel more like a mm. Marvel film? For the first time, a DC film did not feel like... Well, not for the first time. That was the whole complaint about a whole slew of them before that they didn't feel like Marvels. What but I you're mean, saying compared to like Aquaman, compared to what their new their latest attempts at trying right. to be for Quadrant a mm-hmm. little more, um, it, it it wasn't. They didn't bite Marvel. I felt completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing that really grabbed me were some of the performances. I mean, Mark Strong, who is no, he's one of those guys. He's, he's just, one of those guys. He's always going to bring it. He already played. A, a DC, a DC villain, Sinestro, you know, and, uh, he but can, also in things like, you know, uh, you know, even this, the film you don't like, he's still great at, you know, he yeah. got Galahad mm-hmm. in the Kingsman, of For, course. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even Jaguar commercials, the man <laughs> brings it every we single time. British villains just, you know, it's in, uh, but, um, uh, I, yeah, the performances Zach Levy is just a joy to watch mm-hmm. in this, and uh, and, and my wife walked out of this movie and she's like, "I'm so in love with Zachary, Zachary Levy." And m- mind you, she just like like binged on Chuck like a month ago, <laughs> and uh, and and it was the whole Jack Levy thing. I'm like, you do know that he was in. In Thor, right? Who was he? Well, he replaced him. Well, I don't want to get into it because you have celebrity dyslexia, you know. But uh, that's a whole other discussion. Um, uh, uh, when are you, uh, am I allowed to go deep dive in this? You want to get deep dive later? Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to talk about? What? Oh well, you know, like you know, this is um, my overall deep dive thesis. Here is <laughs> the worst thing to happen. Um, uh, about just in general, you know, like because we've been on this whole superhero comic book movie thing about what, a, like about a decade now of, of these yeah. movies. So the worst thing about watching these movies is that we're adults, you know, and I think we can't watch these as kids anymore, you know, and I, and I feel this, it kind of saddens me that. That we're gonna have to like you know like it, like address the the box office stuff the how we can't watch we can't enjoy a movie that is generally uh, disliked you know because there's a whole troll culture out there you know um, and okay. I really appreciate the innocence of this Shazam okay. here but even mm-hmm. but even then there's this whole aspect this this adult themed aspect of loss and um you know being an orphan and finding your mom and those things you know um so like you know one of the worst things of of 
of growing up it's growing up you know and um i yeah i really enjoyed this movie a lot you know and and one of my strongest emotions for the first time watching this movie was seeing for the first time and I'm, i never guessed it is the marvel family you okay. have the, all the other orphans. I mean, I mean, that all the other third, orphans. That third act reveal that they kept. Close yeah, to the and chest I'm like, wasn't wow. in, wasn't really in any of the advertising. Yeah. Now, whether it was executed like well after that, because these guys just started acting like little kids. Ah, that's a whole different thing, you know. Okay. But like, but like, I really like. Wow, I can't believe I'm seeing. You're this. overall come very, 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 very positive with this movie, and I you're enjoy- more positive about this film than you were about Aquaman. But here's the thing: my positivity isn't isn't necessarily a really deep critique on it you know like like i it's, it's it just, pure oh, you're, emotional you're, enjoyment. again it sounds similar to john mm-hmm. where you're going i'm grading it a bit right. of a curve mm-hmm. because oh it's a it's a it's a it's an all ages kids film and i will say i i did enjoy this more than aquaman i have to say okay, okay. you know but again but like, is it the gold standard for me eh, no i mean man of steel uh batman versus superman those gotcha. are gotcha. those are yeah, okay so well that's those were ed's that was ed's take on shazam uh we will take a short break for some words from friends. The words will not be Shazam, but they will be words. In a moment, we'll be back. <sighs> oh, what's the matter, Miguel? Uh, I feel fat, Ed. I feel the same way, too. Oh, you too, John? Yeah. You guys, you both you guys need to get in shape. And a way to go about this is by going with JP Total Fitness. JP Total Fitness? What's that? Oh, uh, our pal Jonathan Padilla, a uh, friend of the show, uh, runs a Brooklyn-based personal training and remote coaching service committed to leading you becoming stronger and faster. Go to jptotalfitness.com. Sad, when I visited your house the other week, uh, I saw Jen's uh, home office that you've got down in the basement, and there was this beautiful uh, flower centerpiece that was mounted on the wall there. Where'd oh, you get yeah, that from? That's, um, that was done by Rosie friend of the show also all right uh rosie uh she runs rolex creations for personal handmade luxury follow rolex creation on facebook and instagram and place your order today here back in wpx <laughs> there's some profound words from friends there profound words now i cannot pretend to be an uber shazam guy although i'm very familiar with the character uh, but I was looking forward to this film. Um, he's a character who has similar scope of powers to Superman. He's called Earth's Mightiest Mortal. And there was a period of time where his comic books actually rivaled Superman in popularity. There's a reason why they didn't produce those comics. We actually talked about this in the Captain Marvel uh, review show we had. Because the character was originally called Captain Marvel. And Shazam was merely the word he said to transform. And it was signified to his powers, you know... Uh, wisdom of Solomon, strength of Hercules, stamina of Atlas, power of Zeus, courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. Um, so, w- there, uh, one of our buddies of the show, uh, uh, Pete, Pete, if you're out there, we've, uh, as always, the door is always open for you to come home to the show, but he couldn't make it for this show. Um, he enjoyed it. I overall liked this movie, but I did not love it. And there was a, the more I think about it, the more I'm not sure how often I'll come back and watch it again. I think 
unlike you guys, I thought this was a very uneven film. Well, I kind of said that. I, th- I think it was a very uneven, but see that, that goes into you. You're saying yes, but you're still like, yeah, it was a, for me, that still matters in my overall view of it. Right. I can't oh, be, sure. I, I'm yeah, not, but... I'm not going to be like, well, because it was a kid's film, therefore you, not. You know, with, with my, now that I'm thinking more about my general feeling on it, like with, with saying that it's a family film, it, it does have heavy points, very heavy, you know, the orphan. Well, I mean, the mom. you know, let's, so, I'm going to break this, break this down, you know, uh, going through, through the film sort of chronologically. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we start off the film and the beginning of this movie, as in the case with a lot of films, where you have an opening scene and you go like, okay, this is setting the tone for this movie. The rest of this film on is either going to be affected strongly by this scene or this scene is evocative of the film as a whole. Even if you, like, it starts one way and then goes in a complete reverse direction, that's still a reaction to, like, the first scene, right? Or it could be the scene encapsulates the film as an entirety. And in some ways... That first scene encapsulates this film in the entirety. We start out with, uh, uh, you know, Lionel Luthor from Smallville <laughs> as Professor Thaddeus Savannah's dad and give his brother. Give us a brother. call, Allison Mack. Oh, oh, no, don't give us a call. We don't want to get embroiled <laughs> in that stuff. Before you, uh, before you serve We don't want to get embroiled in that stuff. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, and so we have uh, a young uh, Thaddeus Savannah, who's the villain of the piece, uh, in the backseat of the car with his his brother and his father, and it's very played very very broadly at at start. And I'm going like, and I kind of was going like, okay, kids' films being played really broadly, and then we get into one of the most violent car crashes I've seen in a movie in a long time, with very violent, very over the top, you know. The crash, the father getting ejected from the, you know, and he's in a lying in a pool of blood. And I was like going like, oh, okay, we just went okay, from the same family. Yes, yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. Family, Suddenly it's like this is very, very intense and very, very adult. This is crash. All right. Okay. Boom. Next second, we're back into the kids' movie. We're back into, you know, Asher Angel as Billy Batson, this child who's, you know, on the run from the authorities because he's looking for his real mom because we learned that, you know, oh, he he was lost in a crowd one day at some carnival and he's she, he was never claimed by his mother and he's been shunted from orphanage to orphanage for like 10 years. Now he's 14 years old and okay, Asher Angel's not a bad actor in this. But he's very stoic. He's yeah. There's this sort of like, well, he's not really, and and that's a swerve from the comics already. Billy Batson's whole thing in the comics is he's a pure-hearted, almost Pollyanna-esque kind of character. Mm-hmm. He sees the good in everything. Life is life has given him um, a shit sandwich, and he's eating around the edges, going, no, 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 you can still eat the crust. He's that kind of guy, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's why he's chosen by the wizard. Uh. He gets placed into this into this new this new home, um, and we get introduced to you know this new family he's supposed to be coming a part of. Uh, all of this is a lot of very change from the comics. In the comics, it's his parents were archaeologists. His parents are killed, uh, you know, uh, while on a dig, and then that's sort of what gets him his connection to the wizard and all the rest. Fine, changes happen. Um, for what the film was supposed to be setting up dramatically and for the characters, 
outside of Glazer as Freddie Freeman, who is fantastic, the moment he comes on board the 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 the, the scene, he livens up the proceedings. Um, you don't really get that much of a sense of Billy Batson's connection to this family. Or, and I know some people have said, well, the whole point is that they were there being open to him. It wasn't about his connection to them. It was that they were open to him. He had to learn that he could go there. I get that. I don't think that that was accomplished all that well. And I don't think essentially his connection to these other children, which becomes central later on, was established all that well. Mm-hmm. Then we get to modern day Thaddeus Savannah, who had been chosen as a, he thought he was going to be chosen to be part of the, this world of superheroes and magic and everything by the wizard Shazam played by Jaiman Hansu. And, uh, there in the rock of eternity are all these, the sins, the seven deadly sins, the seven deadly enemies of man who that's from the comics. Uh, and so Savannah has been searching for, to get back there. Cause he's obsessed with that moment where he was told that he was not worthy. The way he learns how to get to the to, to the rock, right? Uh, by the way, that woman who gets uh, who gets uh, uh, turned to ash—that's the director's wife. He has a uh, Sandberg has a uh, has a joke where he kills his wife in all of his movies. I don't know what that says about their relationship, but <laughs> so wow, he gets back there, and uh, the wizard is forced uh, to find a new champion after the sins are released and they're, you know, sort of embodied inside of Savannah and he ends up choosing Billy Batson. And that's when we get Levi introduced into the part as Shazam. I'll call him Captain Marvel if I want to, but you will say Shazam. Well, see about that. Like that's another thing. I, um, uh, I, I, specifically there's a re there are many reasons why he's never been called Captain Marvel once. Never been referred to as Captain Marvel. No, in the movie. In the movie. In the movie. Yes, you know. there's there's there, there's a whole whole you know, mess. Of well, that. we talked about that when we did the Captain Marvel show. Yeah, right. You know, we talked about right. all the legal issues. But like, but because of that, I think it's it it functions very differently from the other uh, the way the other moves in the DCMCU um, are, are are treated now. And now, I mean, I I would at this point say that it's a success for 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 Warner okay. Brothers in DC. Um, um, but like going into it, I do have a question is how are you going to do a sequel? There are many ways to do a sequel. Okay. Yeah. 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 But like, um, I think that, I think that, I think the, uh, the, there's, they set up that for the sequel. Anyway, as I'm going on here. Okay. So Levi premieres as, as Shazam. And I agree with you. He's great. And the part. I think separately they're great, but as far as it as does, as there is a disconnect. Covered. There's a disconnect there. Um, that adds to the unevenness. You add into like we talked about Jaiman Hunsu, where there's some stuff in this movie that looks great, and there's some stuff in this movie that looks like it was lowballed in terms mm-hmm. of its mm-hmm. budget. Um so we get a whole sequence where, you know, it's all cool that he's got the powers, he's palling around with Freddie Freeman. I made the I made um uh, this is again a shout out to Pete. Uh, I said, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, I was ashamed. Uh, I was ashamed that they got rid of Jaiman Hunsu, even though he didn't look great as the character. Um, because, well, he didn't have a handbook. And there's an old show called The Greatest American Hero, John. I don't know if you're aware of it. And it's basically a show about uh, a guy gets a suit from aliens and he gets superpowers. 
the thing is, they gave him a, a, a handbook. They gave him a handbook of how to work the powers. He loses it, so for the rest of the series, he doesn't really know how to work the, the, the superpowers. And I said, you know, it's kind of a shame. I said, it was, it was kind of like this is, they did, the American heroed it up. It's, he doesn't know what he can do with these abilities. And that's when Pete said, no, 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 Freddie Freeman is his handbook. Freddie Freeman is the character that lets him know this. No, you're a superhero. We got to figure out how this works, what you can do. And that was kind of cool, though. I'll get into another reason why there could have been deeper than that. So the Freeman and grown up Billy parts are, they are the reason to see this movie. Mm -hmm. They are a lot of fun. They are funny. Um, there's even a lot of dramatic good meat here. He has a lot more of a connection to Freddie than the rest of the characters of the family. And maybe that's what they were hoping. They were hoping as long as you made his connection with one of the kids in the, in the foster home, that would paper over everything else. Because there's a moment that is fantastic where Billy as, as Shazam is just kind of showing off. He's kind of feeling himself too much because he's got these powers and he uses them in a way mm -hmm. that sets off a chain reaction that gets these people almost killed in a, you know, in a bus crash. And Freddie tells him. So you're not a superhero. And he says, you're not, you're not being a superhero. You're not being responsible with this. You know, I would give anything to be like you. And then, you know, Levi says, yeah, well, that's exactly it. You wish that this was you. Like, and he yeah, says, well, yeah, yeah, you're, you're effing right. I wish it was me. Of course, yeah, I'm a cripple. Yeah. I'm a cripple. You, you know, I don't, you know, I wish that I could, you know, people either stare at me or they just dis dis dismiss me. And that's great, meaty, dramatic stuff. That is, was, you know, it raised the bar on what the film was at that moment, I thought. Um, but this is the, again, you get into the sort of like other dramatic parts are not as good as that. The whole Mary, is she going to leave or not subplot. The whole connection to the family subplot. Even the weird, well, look, look, I, I even the weird swerve with the mother. I don't quite feel it. I don't even know what the whole point of that was. Other than, yes, kids have rosy colored, you know, views of the world. But Billy wasn't, you know, it that was, seemed incongruous because Billy didn't seem like a naive kid. It was a little bit. No, Other than it, his, he was obsessed with finding his mom who wouldn't be, but okay. In, in other words, you can he have, wasn't, you, you he wouldn't be crushed by the reality that. of it. You don't, there was no cliff <coughs> to fall off because he wasn't this happy-go-lucky guy. Had he been a happy guy. Had like, he been like this the, naive like kid, comics, yeah. That would have been world crushing. Like, I, hey, I'm a happy guy and I find my mom. And my mom still hates me and abandons Doesn't, me. Yeah, she abandoned me. This oh, wasn't well, what I you, thought. You bring sucks. up, you know the source material more than, than okay. I do, right? You know, and uh, whether wasn't necessary. So it's a question of like, wasn't necessary to have the mother the, there at all. Was it important or essential to go, yeah, that you is, know, we're, we're, we're going to have him confront his mother. That know? is a new thing within the continuity in the comics that Jeff Johns has brought mm -hmm. in. Like I said, originally it was him and his sister, Mary is supposed to be mm -hmm. his sister, really from the source material, um, are sent in, are, are, are turned into the adoption agency right, because yeah. their parents, they're dead. Dead. And in one of the, you know, what's interesting is the spirit of his father who in this they make him into like a deadbeat in a Jerry Ordway's like Power of Shazam comic book. It's the spirit of his father who looks exactly like a grown-up Captain Marvel mm -hmm. who leads him to the Rock of Eternity. 
You know what I mean? So this is a big swerve. And I don't know what it added. I'm not really sure well, we know what this. it did like to, the, you know. As a device, you go, you need something like that for him uh, to the, To the turn his attention. Oh, I'm not, I'm not dead all this time. I haven't been dead all this right. time. I just, and here's my backstory. I was really young and I, I really couldn't take it anymore. And but I what saw I you. don't, what I'm saying, what did it do? Well, but the device was like. Uh, outside, I do get I, this. I gotta stop my, I gotta stop this, this, right, this crusade. Right, yes, I'm obsessed with I this. And I gotta go to my real family right. now. Right, and that's right, the thing know? is that I now, oh, I'm open to the, the, the foster for home. Mm -hmm. the foster parents and the other kids is my family mm -hmm. because they've been open to me this whole time now, and you, he, said you know that which goes to the whole symbolism of him giving her the uh the compass yeah yeah that i have found my way yeah, you're yeah, still right. Here, you're yours. still you're still lost i have found my the path that i'm supposed which, to be which, on. which is a very good like i uh one of the things i was looking at um uh when i got home was i own the the really collector's item alex ross's um, right uh uh Alex Ross's, uh, um, uh, geez, what is it called? Alex Ross and Mark Wade. Um, oh, Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come, right? You know, and it's it's just, it, well, or even 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 the superpowers one, where it's like it has the short uh, Shazam story, and it's the Wizard nods and tells him, "You've given them hope. It is good. It is a good and powerful force. One that I had feared. Someone young and dear to me was losing. Who you not?" Um, uh, have you not realized who, you know, basically it's, it's Billy coming to terms like, oh, I'm no longer hopeless anymore. You know, I, uh, I, that feels, that feels thin to me. That feels very, very thin. So you don't feel that he's found his way, you know, like you, I, again, you feel I, I he's think, found him I think himself. that an issue is that he doesn't, they don't develop those other characters and his relationship with them all that well. And what is there is kind of pandering the whole, oh, here's the cutesy little girl. And, oh, I want you to be my big brother. Oh, yeah. It's not necessary. It, I didn't feel it. I didn't, I, and it needed I, more time to bake on. I don't think your problem was that it, that happened. I don't think they sold it well to you. Uh, yeah, that is, that's a part of it. Yeah. That is, that's what, I mean, but I also ask in terms of just doing it. Execution-wise or not, it's like, I don't know what that gave the movie. And that goes into... Well, the, the, the movie a happy ending. Well, no, but I'm sure, why did you have the mother... Why have the... He could have just been an orphan. And it could have just been a, a story about him coming to terms with a new family, if you wanted to do that, or... Well, for long, and, and that's the thing, is going to the source material, like, he's Billy Batson, he's an orphan kid... And he's also selling, he's also kind of an, a, 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 he works for a newspaper, that sort of thing. Okay, well, yeah, okay. But what I'm saying is like, you know, like, um, he works for I've newspaper. never, it's like, this is the- Radio, actually. I've never really seen Billy uh, as someone who has been able to tie ends um, or to, to, to really have a, to enjoy Arcs. a happy childhood or, or, or anything, well, he enjoy actually, life generally. He, but he does, from the that's fact the thing. That he's, that's the thing. He does, despite all of the crap, crappy stuff that's happened to him. That's he's the pure soul in a world that's corrupted. Okay, and that's why he's chosen for the power. Here, that's another issue with the thing. You're like, why was he? Ch you don't really understand why the wizard is choosing him above all else. And yeah. I'll get into some other things, which is the fact that they lowballed what could be done with the nature of his powers. So, John, as an example, like. Yes, he's granted these abilities that include stuff like flying around, super strength, super speed, he's invulnerable. But those things, those aspects are not just the aspects from those demigods and characters from mythology and religion as 
physicality. It's they're metaphorical. They are they're they're metaphysical. It's well, like the wisdom is... of Solomon is the first in the letter. Shazam S stands for the wisdom of Solomon. Did he show really anything like that? I'm you don't well, have to necessarily well, have him develop it instantaneously. It could be a slow build. Well, it was. You know. Well, it was though because he doesn't really he ever has that discussion with 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 Savannah. It's like you know. Oh, this is what it's about. It's envy. Where is he? You know, and and again, like it's that was something you could have had in a Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? That's not you know that, you're not that, that far off. That's Again, not like that's I, that's that's something that they could have. You know, I'm talking about something d- much deeper than just oh, I figured out the crux of the villain's you know Achilles' heel. He could have shown it in other ways. There could have been the sense of well, what does strength mean? Is strength only strength as in physicality? What does courage mean? Well, this, what does wisdom mean? There could have been other. They could have made it a little deeper. So you're saying it's undercooked. That's basically. I think there's what it a is. lot of stuff. But that's what undercooked. about what you're what you got though? I mean, aside from like because I yeah, like I can buy it that you say that it's un- undercooked. There are a lot of things. Well, undercooked. It's, it's also undercooked. And then the other part is the unevenness of like these tones. Now, John, you're saying it. You know, oh, it's a kids movie. And you're saying, no, 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 and yet, but, and then you said, but it also reminded you of an 80s kids movie, right? But what, and absolutely, it was an 80s kids movie yeah. because 80s kids movie was not afraid to scare the pants off of kids and yeah. have very sharp, from dialogue to, well, look, you know, the, the perfect, you know, visuals yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The perfect example is Goonies. Goonies starts off with, you know, uh, Sean Astin and his brother, Thanos, and it's like, yeah, listen, you know, mom and dad are going to be splitting and I'll be Right, I'll yeah, be that here, they, there, they, there. they and they then we go into this all this whole and adventure, then, and they right, would you know. And yet there are those sort of films where I feel that they in something like a dark crystal it's or the escape of or, reality. Or, or well, not, not just the escape of reality. It's, it's this very real situation scenario that just sprouts off into fantasy land right. as, as escapism. But I think that here it And was, this is what I he's here, got a he's got a great right, point though. Right, here but here I don't think they meshed well. Here, I felt, like I said, you have that opening, it's like, oh my God, here's this terrible, bloody car accident that happens. We've got child abandonment. We've got, like, we go from one scene, which is this little cute little girl, like, you're my big brother, to demon monsters, like, just chomping off of people's heads and... With no sense that, like, oh, is this even in the same world as that other movie we're watching, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even with the... I mean, come on, like, you know, the stuff with, like, in, in the school with Billy and, and Freddie, with, you know, those the those bullies, two teen uh, bullies straight out of 1986, yeah, yeah. okay, in which they're not really that bad, I mean, in terms of, like, you know, you, okay, all right, how are these- I'm not gonna- occasional how, wedgie. Yeah, 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 exactly, that was the worst thing that happened to, <laughs> to, to Freddie was he got a wedgie. And then Savannah is committing patricide. You ever been suitcased before? Yeah, it's like going like, okay. Well, look, yeah, I mean, it's I think like, I'm it's, starting to understand it's, your it's, critique, it's, but. it's, um, if you, if you are an eight-year-old, watching this movie uh and aside from miguel like hey could you please tell your kid to shut shut up here he's like no i'm just kidding um like in going into this movie you're going to come out with a lot of questions i know that like i've tried showing my son well a bunch of these movies and like he would like he has questions all the time you know and it's like well you know well what happened like uh orphan why did the bad man have to die daddy 
Well, you see, he was a little slack-jawed effing rat. <laughs> and all rats got to suck the pipe, baby. No, he didn't see this, but it's not like he hasn't. He's never asked right, questions but so like, that's well, what, what, I, is it like? that's what, what does that I mean? mean? What do you mean he doesn't have a mommy? But see, this, is, this goes into the point of you saying it's not like a Marvel thing. And also to the whole idea of like, oh, DC, they're, they're redoing everything. Um, dude, this, there was a lot in this movie that was very much in line with Zack Snyder's DC movies. From that darkness, from that level of violence and things happening, to um, kids showing up at a strip club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there I'm was a lot. I'm, I, I'm, I'm perfectly. That's a gag, you know. I know gag. it's a gag, but it's a gag <laughs> that you would never have in a Marvel movie. Um, no, you would not have that yeah. in the Marvel. They would have cut that out right away. That's where that's a scene like that is where it felt more eighties, right? Like, like an eighties, exactly. Simply yeah, because yeah. of what you just brought. Yeah, absolutely right. Because well, Disney's got really you know has a lot of pressure about those things. Exactly. Right. So, and but that adds to it where I'm going. I'm not quite sure. And then we end all uh, we end it all up with essentially. Oh, and another thing that I, the budget of the film also carried over into things like the special effects, like the fight sequences. All right. I said, Captain Marvel is a Superman-level powered being. They didn't go too crazy. Did though. that look like the fight yeah. between Savannah and him, which was supposed to be that they were almost even, right? Titans, yeah. Did that look like the fight that Zod and Superman had in Man of Steel? Not at all. It looked rather chintzy mm -hmm. for what the power that was supposed to be on display. So that also adds to the merits to it. And then we get to the ending, which I got to admit, I did... Like you, it was great to see all the other the Marvel family. Mm -hmm. um, that was fun. It did kind of come out of nowhere because we have this one line of the wizard in the oh, beginning wait, 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 that wait, wait, doesn't wait. get commented on like, through right, the rest of the film. Uh, hold on to the staff, say my name, Billy. You know, I it's have like in this. I don't know if they did this on purpose. This is by accident. Maybe it's my own dirty mind. But the the, the in the beginning, the when the the guy the wizard is like. Hold my staff. Hold my staff. <laughs> Say my name. This is, yeah, this and is. Let my power flow through. This you. is just your dirty That's mind, like, John. That's just your dirty no, mind, no, John. No, no, no. The way he's, they wrote He's 14 years little, old, Jimon. I know, but didn't. Why are these people saying this about me, Kimura? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, well, yeah, about, about that, like the Marvel family shows up, and then the performances that come out of that, I'm like. Uh, all right, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's something fun you want to throw in there. That's it's nothing where it too gets deep. power rangey for me. Right, that's yeah, where, yeah, yeah. But I think it was. was see, like, I do think that that see that did work for me that it became power rangey because that's where even like the out of control like muscle suits that they were wearing yeah. and everything. I'm going like, yes, these are a bunch of little kids, and if they thought you become a superhero, what are you going to look like? That's how they would imagine themselves. Here's the interesting part, though. The guy who plays Captain Marvel Junior, right, Freddie yeah, Freeman, Freddie Freeman's character, he's <laughs> he's not bad. He's not bad. No, like, no. Every, they cast them all pretty, pretty well. Yeah. And the sequences I wish Meyer, are okay. Yeah. I mean, they could have used, like, again, 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 just pointing out, no, the Zack Snyder DNA is still in there. Tons of slow-mo in those, yeah. in that, in those, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, you know, it basically ends with... Um, I, th I thought this was a fight. This was going to be a fight. E that each one of those Marvel supers, you mm -hmm. know, um, we're going to handle like the, each one of them handle a sin each. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, handle a sin each because they were all, they all had their own specialties, you know, mm -hmm. that's what I thought it was going to be. Could they though? Because again, those kids were not particularly well developed. What would you have been the setup that so-and-so, 
oh, envy versus this one, you know, sloth well, versus you know, this the, one. Yeah, the you could have done kid who turns into the right. super macho fights. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what's the one they eat too much? Yeah, sloth, no, sloth right? Sloth, sloth or yeah. gluttony, right? Or gluttony. But what was that but have they been? Didn't really do that. But what yeah. would that have been? In other words, it, it, given what the film was and what they showed us. You would have to have developed that. What is a clock? Gone, gone into, gone into something like his. You could have done something where it's the, you know, he says, "Oh, he's always working out." That's just mentioned once and not developed any further. You could have gone with something where maybe he talks to Billy and talks about how he eats and why he eats and you know yeah. what's causing this. And maybe he could have, maybe you could have done something where Billy, because he's now empowered, these are all missed opportunities. You know, yes, there's a lot of stuff that they could have done to make this a much better, much um, more, much more deeper, much more character-rich film. This As is, it stands to me, I feel it's very surfacey and tonally uneven. So that at the end of it all, you end up with a movie that has a lot of fun parts. I'll admit, like I said, uh, and the best parts are you know well, Levi look, look, look. as it, the adult and Freeman and Freddie Freeman Grazer as 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 Freddie there was no need but it, it doesn't the, the at movie, the end the I kind of felt like at, very the it, movie clocks at two hours and twelve it's minutes it's kind of candy the movie well that's, see, that's the thing long, that's perfect yeah. the movie clocks at two hours and twelve minutes that's in this day and age that's not long even oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, Aquaman well. is like they felt the need to it's an epic you know they, because it was obligated see, to give this you the whole is, world this is where I'm gonna not only say this I I felt it felt a little long I felt that Shazam is not as good a movie for kids as Aquaman was. I felt that not this day and age. I, no, no, I no, no. I felt that well, Aquaman felt more family friendly because it didn't have it. Aquaman has one sequence in it, which is the sort of horror esque trench sequence, mm. right, well, where the monsters are attacking. That's like, oh, this is a horror movie. Yeah. All right. It's a very. It's not that long a sequence in the film. This had this sprinkled throughout these very strange. Like again, even stuff like the mother thing would be like. Or even yeah, like, that's what every kid imagines is that he's going to be left. That's the wish fulfillment. Well, look, look. Yeah, as I always say about the film uh, Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. That's what every kid wants: his dad to die on Christmas for him and to come back as a zombie ice creature. That's what kids <laughs> want. I felt that. At at the end of it, even though it was, you know, that end sequence is very fun and the character dynamics between Freddy and Levi are fun. Once it was over, I just kind of felt like I was going like, this is, this has fun moments, but it's really, really uneven. I, I, and I think that is showing in the box office results for this. About that. So, um... By the way, it's budgeted at about like eighty to hundred million dollars. As of today, um, one hundred sixty-seven million dollars. Right. So, um, and I kind of feel like the like you said at the Nighthawk, John. There was no one there. It was surprising, and that's like several. That's like two days, a couple of days after after its like release, the, right? That was like so. Like most I, three, four days. I feel like opening. it's going to be a drop. It's not quite. And you and I, we say, yeah, it's not going. It's not going to make that billion dollars like Aquaman did, and about that. Um, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to, but have that's to. what the studios what is it, want. Like a quarter right? of the budget, right? Yeah, and but but about, about that, it's like in like how is it the the big question and the big test is how is it going to really be received overseas, or how is it already being received overseas? And I think that there were there are again there are some issues where you know I don't think it quite delivered. Like mm -hmm. I said, it didn't quite deliver on the spectacle aspects. Mm -hmm. 
that it could have because of its budget. And therefore, I'm not, again, I, yeah, not I, ca I came away going, I'm not sure, like, look, there are a lot of people online, everyone has their agendas online, mm. who they want this movie to work and they're proclaiming it the greatest thing ever because they want it to, it's like, you see, fun and family. And I keep going, yeah, what about all those moments of people getting their heads chopped off and like, yeah, you know, pure hearted fun. It was like, yeah, you mean the pure hearted fun of the titty mother, bars. the mother, titty well, bars yeah, like, and the mother leaving her child for, you know, I'm just going you like. You take another, you take another um, old fashioned 80s movies, you know, for, that was made for kids, like Explorers, right? You know, yeah. where you have uh, a kid is kind of down in his luck and. And he's he's having issues and or something like ET where these kids they have their issues where mom and dad nowhere to be seen yeah, but those are and then and then they're off whooshed into some yeah, adventure but they're, they're, those those are I would say all of those films even like Explorers is not a super classic it's a good kids it's a movie cult it's a it's, it's a, a good kids eighties right. film better everything's all better developed than this film uh, by a country mile by a country mile everything you you go through the relationship of those three kids, you know, uh, of, uh, is, if I correct me if I'm wrong, isn't it Ethan Hawke and Joaquin Phoenix are yeah, both yeah, in that, yeah, right? Yeah, You, you go through the, the relationship well, of those Fiends. kids. River Phoenix, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah, River Phoenix, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's one of these things where I'm not, I think that what is good and lighthearted in the movie is pretty undercooked. Levi and Glazer, that stuff sells like gangbusters mm. and Levi works gangbusters. And if anything, that's what brings this film over the finish line. So basically, but, but as it an overall like, movie, my take as, is it's highly uneven and you are I get You what, are sold at the end when it's like all hands in. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like participate I, with my real family with my here. family that didn't didn't have that. If that's supposed to be the underlying big theme mm -hmm. thing, big thing for the question for the character, and then I understand. You know, Levi is dragging this with his charisma as the part, mm -hmm. and he's fantastic. But I I think the box office results will is going to bear out what I'm saying. I think that despite it, all the cheerleading online that's going on for this film, you, that at the end of the day, it's going to be someone's, the people who are seeing it, It's this film is going to go in one ear and out the other. And I also well, you suggest and I, you, you and I are. Wait, I also right. suggest to you that this film is not going to do well, not just because it's uneven, but they released this at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. should not Absolutely. have put this thing Absolutely. in a month before Endgame. This sh film should have been out in the summer. Mm -hmm. There is no way that a lot of, they, it, I think it got dwarfed, not just, forget about Endgame coming out. I think that this film is going to get overlooked, you know, just no matter what money it makes, because it came out during the same period when Endgame tickets I, were being it's, put it's out. It's weird. It's, it's, it's a Christmas movie too. And I'm like, yeah, where well, you're this releasing this, like, uh, somehow, like, is it me or like the, the studio, like the, uh, like there's some scheduling, uh, conflicts and they couldn't release this on, on, on a Christmas date or closer to a Christmas date. But like, you know, cause it had that Christmas, it, it had that very, uh, have, Capra esque type of feel to the movie. Right. Did you they know? have some, uh, release date pushbacks? I, I, I don't know. I think that this has been staked out for a while. And, uh, because I think for, for as long as we knew the Captain Marvel, mm -hmm release date we knew that this was also coming yeah. shortly after that the thing is i think that when that was announced i don't think infinity war had even 
Yeah. I think it was announced way before well, Infinity War with having been shot. And I think the question was this sort of thing. We who knew that Infinity War was going to build to be what it was. It all comes and out. And then that end game, the next film, would be this everyone is looking toward you know, that's, that's 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 a you know perfect observation is it all comes down to 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 dollars and cents right you know endgame avengers that franchise they've got the budget and by the way we're in we're we're in april right we're not even mid-april and the 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 marketing the marvel marketing wheelhouse is gone has gone bananas you know this whole entire week they're on jimmy kimmel like the entire avengers uh, um cast right? we're getting clips clips everything yeah, 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 and yeah. commercials youtube to, ads we're getting saturated yeah compared to shazam like yeah. again 80 to 100 million dollars you know where's your where's your marketing where's your marketing, marketing for, for this that, on top right, of that know? yeah it's, and it's like yeah you know I, it yeah i i don't know man like i said yeah, right. I, my 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 takeaway from this film is a lot of it was uneven. Yes, it's fun, but but critically, it's it's pretty like I was just going to say it's like the, the, in terms of Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't really care about Rotten Tomatoes. But yes, it, the, it's gotten it's it has ninety eight, ninety nine. Because but see, I think that goes to what John has uh, said himself, which is. I think they're grading it on a curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and unfortunately, I believe that a lot of comic book fans out there need to take this into, to it, honestly, as big as Marvel is in terms of, of entertainment, I think most critics, fairly or unfairly, say Give superhero movie, superhero yeah. movie, I'm not going to be as, you know, oh, it's the big thing now. Okay, it wasn't entertaining enough. Now. I'm not going to really. Super dramatic films, we're going to critique the hell out of but you throw some familyness to it, we'll give it a pass. We'll give it a well, pass on these things. And that's kind of maybe yeah. your issue with like how everyone's just letting this go. Yeah. So, yeah. what does this mean overall with the DC uh, the the DC Cinematic Universe? And where do you want to see it going? One of the things that we didn't get was The Rock. You know, who's <laughs> yes, who's he's still like attached to this? He's an executive producer, right? Well, not yeah. on top of that, he is supposed to. He stars. He's supposed to be starring as one of Shazam's biggest enemies, Black Adam. And we kind of there's saw that portion. The, that. There's that, yeah, which is interesting because there's that portion where they talk about I had a champion before he went bad. They could have just put CGI to rock type face there into the, the, to let us know the, with the eyebrow. Exactly, I, that would have been awesome. Everyone, you wouldn't even have to make him look like the Rock as long as he did the eyebrow. People would know. Oh, that's supposed to be the Rock. If you smell, what do you think of the Shazam? What do you think of Shazam? It doesn't matter what you think of Shazam. Exactly. They they um. Watch Hobbs and Watch Hobbs and All they had to do for the promotion was pull out the Rock once. Yes. And then this would have got uh, double the And this the is my, this is the problem with the, these, with, the with, with, the, with the DC Cinematic Universe is like, there's just no long game here for mm. any of this stuff. You know I mean? Dude, <laughs> not having Henry in. Not to talk us up, but like, dude, we should be doing advertising for DC. We should be doing like, advertising for DC. Dude, if we rolled- They should be paying if we, us. If we rolled uh, Dwayne Johnson out like once or twice to just be like- If they had- Shazam, I'm going to lay the- you know, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do that once. And yeah, and oh then you get goodness. the cross-promotion light out the out the, out the wazoo. You can, yes, you keep like paying attention to this child. I yeah, exactly. I they didn't do that. If they could have I just done that, it, it would have probably- um, Well, what are you for the wider- I think- I think there are some interesting things that are to be taken away from this, though. One is that, again, despite everyone talking about, oh, family-friendly and everything, like I said, this film actually has a lot of unfriendly, friendly moments yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. So it looks like DC 
is not giving up on that in terms of the content of their films. Well, I don't know. That they are saying, no, we we will still have, we're still going to be a lot more dark and a little more complex. Because as much as I dislike the whole thing with the mother, that's still very complex stuff. At this point, I'm sorry, at this point, Warner Brothers has a formula. It's called the Aquaman formula, right? You know, <laughs> because it's like the Aquaman formula basically basically see, again, says we don't have to. We have like all all that Zack uh, Snyder. Um, uh, see, you universe. say again. I disagree because again, this film showed they're still doing a lot no. of that stuff. Well, no, that's no, no. the thing, and it is the, still the, dark. The production, the production of most of, the, of both of those movies were just about around the same time. Right. It just happens to be that like Aquaman wrapped wrapped up a little bit early well because it was produced a little bit earlier. and they're still referencing but, all that this is another right. part there is no oh we're forgetting all about everything you know everything before Look, uh, justice league no, but those, we don't want to talk about the reason why the reason why it's getting the pass is because those serious moments are undercooked and that's why you can kind of sell it off as like a family thing because there was no real like heavy weight gravity to those serious moments Except for all I, those people getting eaten by demons. <laughs> I could have sworn. <laughs> I mean, it was done in like a non-bloody I could have sworn that. And by the way, um, uh, a Chris, uh, Christopher Glover, is that his name? The, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Lex yeah. Luthor? Lionel Luthor. Lionel Luthor, yes. Uh, we saw that the first time around when he was in Goonies 2. Remember? In Goonies 2, he was he was in that board of directors room. No, and Gremlins 2. Gremlins 2. Where what did I say? Oh, Goonies. Gremlins 2, not Goonies and, 2. Uh, um, I know him from uh, Bill Murray uh, Scrooged. Ah, uh, <laughs> when he was Bill Murray, yes, Bill Murray's Bryce. partner. No, he was Bryce. He wasn't his partner. Or he like was Bryce from the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. He was Bryce from the West Coast, <laughs> and he was a he was he was afraid of Bill Murray's character. Was worried that uh, he was going to be taking his job. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was his whole. That was his um, whole thing. I, I could have sworn that the day that Aquaman made a billion. They then they released the Shazam the Shazam teasers, and all of a sudden, like Freddy's got the Aquaman T-shirt. I'm like, okay, so no, they 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 plan these things out. Of course, I mean, yeah, but still. Uh, well, that's just just my 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 take. Everyone here is a little more um positive. I had fun. It's just something I can watch. Rewatch. I felt I felt that that's my thing. I'm not sure I would revisit this movie. I felt it was in one ear. And out the uh, and out the other because it didn't ha- handle spectacle. Mm. It didn't give me dramatics. It yes again. The spectacle Fre- for me the, was, the fu- was there's Zach. some there's some funny jokes with the the fu- the fun stuff with Freddie and Levi works gangbusters, mm. but that's not enough for me to care. Right, right. Mm. That's just not enough for me to I, care. I think all your critiques are very valid, and and I'm glad you brought them all up. But and here's where I think you're completely no, full no, of crap, Velez. No, no, and I think what you're saying is right. Maybe the, the, some they got a little lazy because it, it, it kind of. They were trying to play it off as a family movie, maybe not necessarily a family movie with some of those serious parts. But um, again, like, you know, when I watch Land Before Time, you know, no, no, but I'm just saying, like, when I watch Land Before Time, Land Before Time is rough, son. I know it's rough. Land Before Time is rough. But but my point is, is like, I'm not going to go through the movie and be like, you know, that's Crying during that Diana Ross song, man? They they undercooked that. They, you know, they could have went this way. The racism between the species thing? You know what I mean? But, but, you know, by your definition, that means Lion King was rough. 
That means uh, anything with tragedy, backstory yeah. tragedy, even All though it's a movie. There's a reason why Lion King is considered a classic, though. Because, yes, Disney in those animated films during that period. are rough. No, VeggieTales is not rough. That's <laughs> yeah, not rough. Oh, really? No, no, the Bible's no, not rough? The Bible's not rough. They don't go into, please. There is no... racism between organic and GMO. GMO, racism there. But I think there is... I... I think that the rough stuff in this film, I don't think it gelled with the rest of the movie the way, say, we feel about those 80s films, like A Dark Crystal or A Labyrinth or Neverending Story, where the imagery and other stuff could be very, very scary. I'm still, I am still scarred by the wolf creature from Neverending Story. It still scares the crap out of me, even today as a 43-year-old man. I'm saying that I don't think that they, they, the unevenness of it, they jut it rather than melding into one another. It felt more like they uncomfortably jutted up against one another. Mm. No, where I, it just I, jarred I, me not, out of each film. I'm not disagreeing from, right from the beginning, I, I, where I said it starts off very broad, and then it can went insanely violent, and then we went back to like, oh, we're supposed to be. Well, I don't. Well, here's yeah. what I think you're full of crap, Velez. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, is is the I guess an ultimate takeaway is um, by a measure if we if there are a measure of anything here, Aquaman is so weighty for me, you know. Even though um, there are a lot of great parts, I think um, Aquaman is weighty, but also it flows well. It's I think I don't it know gel- if it flows well. I think it flows well, and it and it gels together as a complete film. Whereas this thing. Felt. Yeah, because it's an epic that, like, you know, that they give you a whole entire. Here, it's right. a, I feel it's a snippet of something. And, yeah, yeah. That's you know? and that's again, that's where it's like it's not as big as it could be given mm. the power. Yeah, that of I the agree characters. with. That I agree with. You don't get a lot much under the surface of things as mm. as it could be, and when it does, it chooses in a way that is a little on the strange side, awkward. You don't know. You're not sure how it links up with things necessarily. Here's, here's what. I, go, Here, here's here's a movie to compare this to. Even though the tone is much more serious, but it it it's heavy and um. All right, but anyway, I'll just throw the two names out here. So Shazam. Mm-hmm. How do you compare it to Pan's Labyrinth? Now, oh wow! It's a That's... very serious movie, but it also involves like an orphan kid mm. and mazes and fantasy, and different styles very, too. I know right? they're very different, but is your criticism of Shazam is that they did a cop out of Pan's Labyrinth? No, I, you couldn't. Again, it's not that I'm saying that you can't it have wasn't the serious enough, or like I, no, or, it's, I don't know. Again, what, like, the, the the idea is it is a fantasy. It's a fantasy of a yeah. child, you know, gaining powers. Mm-hmm. All right, which maybe also may have been another problem is that making Billy so old. Like, imagine this had been what if a ten-year-old, fourteen to eighteen. Yeah, well, then, then, then Zachary Levi is definitely going to get a hooker. We know that. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> uh, what if they had went younger? Have you no shame? <laughs> what, what if they went younger though, John? What if this had been more a ten to twelve-year-old? All right, and then you could go goofy and it would be much more understandable. Levi, Levi's performance, tell me it doesn't make more sense that that is a 10-year-old in a man's body than what he was supposed to be as as Asher Angel. Yeah, well, that's my issue. I was saying the con- the, the personality continuity Right, issue. so you would, um, and, but I then think they got, that, they, I they think they the Pan's Labyrinth thing is that that is a, supposed to be a sort of a serious fantasy. Art. 
Yeah, it's uh, a little more high uh, Director F, uh, David F. Sandberg, he's a horror. He he's a horror guy, he's and horror it shows guy. he handled the horror yeah, stuff yeah. really, really well. Um, I think that you could have done, like I said, the dramatic stuff is kind of undercooked, but also is really, in, it, it shouldn't be. It's Which not one, a question of whether it should be what's... in there or not. It's that it's important to the story you're setting up. And because it doesn't really carry any weight and it's not expanded upon and all the rest, like I said, this film kind of goes in one ear and goes out the other for me. I, I'm not sure I will ever watch this movie again. But again, the, my argument is, you know, it's the theme. Some of the themes were just so strong. Um, and that they stick with you here and, and, and maybe I'm just really akin to, even as a young child, the idea of loss is such a strong thing to me that I, I, um, that I resonate with that, you know, and therefore, and even then, like, and that's one of the big reasons why I am the person I am, why I'm a huge believer in the superhero genre is because even with tragedy and loss, these are some of the things that you can draw from, you know, and they, they're very empowering at the same time. So that's, that's my counter to that. I mean, I, I understand as a piece of work, yeah, it's very, une, very uneven, but, um, this is, has that very Superman feel to it, you know, and at the end, and this is the whole point of Shazam is, is your, um, Shazam, he himself is an unabashed superhero fan. And even mm -hmm. to a point where, you know, which, which they didn't do in this movie. Uh, well, the, well, yeah, that secret they, they, ending, Shazam, right, you yeah, know? they had Freddie Freeman, but it, Shazam wasn't, Billy wasn't. He had, he didn't, he, it seemed like that's he didn't true. know that's anything true. about superheroes. Well, look, well, I, but that's also, I, 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 but it's also, but also, but that's also some commentary like, oh, they've done stories where, to a point where it's Shazam versus Superman, right? You know, right. So it's but like, how can you have that if that's not inherent in the character? It'd have been one thing if he had been, mm -hmm. Billy had been, I want to be Superman. Is Shazam a person? Or family. <laughs> it's, again, all right, now you're just yanking my chain. Um, uh, I have two things to say before we end the I'll show I'll tell here. you who's yanking my chain. I'm going to call you out a liar. You want to talk about horror? You try raising a little kid on, an in, on, a, on a forest moon. <laughs> no one is going to have any idea what you're talking about. But you about. do, I don't do. you? I do. You Wilford. know what I'm talking about. I do, Get Wilford. the word out. Get the word out. <laughs> I love inside jokes. And one uh, day I hope to be part of them. Part of them, exactly. <laughs> That's what the audience is saying right now. Um, before we go, I have only two things to say. Everyone out there, watch a tick. Everyone out there, <laughs> don't don't waste your time with Umbrella Academy. It's crap. Uh, go watch a tick. <laughs> go watch a tick. And when tick. you watch a tick. Go watch a tick, but don't watch Umbrella help. Academy. Um, we may have to talk about both of those shows at some point because uh, I love the tick and I came away from the umbrella Academy going, I wasted well, 10 season hours two, of my life. Season two, season two of the tick yes. is enjoyable. And I'm like, and I go, well, I don't want to get into it, but like, season I hope two. there's a season three. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, our next show coming up because Ed likes to, for some reason for us to do these previews that what's that? Uh, Wilford the, will be on. We'll be talking about uh, Wilford. Our, will be on. We'll be our, our next. Oh, I'll film. be on. I didn't know about that. He, he, uh, we no will one be, told uh, me about our next, that. Our next show is going to be covering uh, the <laughs> uh, career of uh, John Carpenter with two of his films, uh, The Thing and Starman. Hopefully, John will have seen both of those yes. by then. Go watch him. Go get watch him. Get out. the word out. You know and. You know what? I'm just thinking because John Carpenter has done so much uh, horror. You know, we need to Skype in. Oh, Freak, Fred, Freak, Freak, Freak Feynman. 
Uh, no, we're not going to. We're going to do any <laughs> skyping. We're not going to do any skyping because this is a sort he's of thing. Buff, where I'm, she, I'm sure, he, and he is buff. Everything, and, and he is buff. And he is buff. No, no, um, but he. I know he, he does. He can yeah. tell you the backstory behind the backstory. Behind, behind the backstory, backstory. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I need. I need people in. I need people in. Uh, in, in the studio, now story. In, yeah. in, 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 in the studio for that. Um, so that will I'm be good the, our next show. Going good. Out I just want to say, watch Clark. Watch Clark. And watch him close. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. If I was, o- I've been a little crazy before, <laughs> but I'm okay now. Don't mind the suicide noose. This is a this is a, an episode in the making because for the past month, this and is a all half, we've been doing is doing all we've been doing every day on the to, phone to, to, to each other. He well because Ed had never seen it, he had never seen the thing, which surprised blew the hell out of me. Um, oh, you never seen it? I have now until like, until, until I told him yeah. he was aware of it. Probably had seen it like mm-hmm. in passing new clips. I need know? it. I need to see it because you know it's one of those cults like really. And you were a little movies. reticent at first, but then you came away. Um, uh, you well, know. because neither of us are really hard guys, yeah. but I have always adored this movie. And I said, "You haven't seen it? I can't believe you've never watched it from beginning to end." Mm. And you came away from it and you said something like, how did I miss this movie? Like you've become a big fan. You like really enjoy the movie. Like, you know, like you say that this is something that's etched in your childhood DNA. Yeah. I'm the opposite, which like, you know, like just watching 80s, 80s movies. That's why Shazam like resonated so much to me. Mm-hmm. Like the fun movies. You know, I've I, countless, I, like I've had these, like every so often I'll drop in our conversation, I'll drop, you know, like maybe uh, um, uh, Scout's Honor starring Gary Coleman. Stuff like that, you know, like <laughs> this is, that was my childhood. You know, it was a little happier. Um, I don't know if it was happier than yours, but I know mine was I was hap- happy to forget Gary Coleman movies. That's what um, I was happy about. I, see, that's the thing. At this point, Rest I wish peace. I can forget Gary Coleman you movies. You wish you could forget Gary Coleman movies. But like I said, you, you had not seen it. So you watched it and you did come away like, no, this was a great movie. Mm. You, under, you understand the- Oh, Gary Coleman played the thing? He was the thing, yes. <laughs> watch Gary. Watch Gary. You hear me? Watch him close. Watch Gary. Now well, there that, is a character in the movie sure. called Gary, actually, by the way. So who- who knows? Maybe they yeah. put him on stilts. Well, you and... don't want to watch is Dana Plato. Make sure you don't watch her. watch that. Listen. Um, you gotta... yeah. Watch Scout's what? Honor, also starring Catherine Hellman. So we're going to have to, you know, it's like, you know. <laughs> From Who's the Boss. We're going to have to watch, watch Willis. Watch him close. Watch him close. Watch Can't what trust Drummond. Watch what he's saying. Drummond, I'm ready to come so back you, in are now. You saying, are, you, are, are you saying, are you, are you saying, are you saying you were here with Mr. Drummond all night before you put him in the pen? <laughs> um, previews. Yeah. Yeah. The things also starring a really young Keith David, the voice oh, yes. of PBS, the voice of PBS and justice. Uh, God damn it. You know that we can't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I love Keith David in the thing. Um, his line readings are absolutely fantastic. My favorite line reading of his outside of, I can't believe this voodoo bullshit <laughs> is there's one line where, uh, Tom Waits, who is also in the warriors, is with him and uh, Kurt Russell's trying to get inside. The Warriors is another, right, right. another, another Tom, story. Uh, Kurt Russell's trying to get inside and Tom Waits's you know, character Windows goes, Childs, what if we're wrong? Then we're wrong. <laughs> Just uh, uh, fantastic. Also we're another, gonna come, we're, another, I mean, I'm excited for the conversation but aside from the fact that, you know, we have some guests coming. Coming in for that, right? yes. But uh, like a young Karen Allen. 
Ooh. Starman. Yeah, we'll be Good covering goodness. Starman on that same date. That's uh, uh, so. Is he doing two reviews? We're doing. Uh, we're doing because John. The thing is, just to give you a a, a a preamble here, because John was given these films a while back, but he hasn't watched them yet. John's John's busy guy. John's a busy guy. Um, this is John Carpenter, as you said. You know him from horror films. You know him from Halloween and stuff. But Carpenter has these two films that are on the complete opposite ends, but are kind of in the same almost genre. The Thing, all right, which is a film about alien contact, and Starman, which is a mm -hmm. film about alien contact. But they are diametrically opposed in every single way possible. One is him showing him at the height of his horror powers, a story of paranoia, gross-out special effects, and, you know, it's an all-male cast. There's no romance whatsoever. And Starman is this incredibly you sure you want to sweet do that during the Me Too movement. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 well, no, no. But Starman, yeah. Starman is also an alien story, but is is a sweet romantic road movie that is him showing. No, I can do Spielberg, yeah. right? It's so it's going to be a very interesting. On one side you have Kurt Russell, and the other side you have Jeff Bridges. Hey Jeff man, Bridges. hey man, you know which. Uh, Matt, if you're listening to this, Matt, if you're listening I'm to obligated. It. Miguel says you need to, you, you want to get him to do his, we're going to goad you into doing your Jeff Bridges impression as often <laughs> as right, we can. Man. <laughs> hey man, sure. We're, but we're, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> we're looking forward to uh, it and we're looking forward to you listening to it. So until next time from Pancake Studios. To be, to be continued. continued. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.